0: What's up, friend? Welcome to the Sober, Single, and Saved podcast. I am your host, Crystal Cuellar, and I am here to share my experience and expertise to help you live an alcohol-free lifestyle, prepare for your godly husband, and fulfill your God-given purpose. I'm so happy that you are here. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and let's dive right in. All right, you guys, welcome to today's message. And thank you for being super duper patient with me on just getting all this together. Um, Like I said, I am in just a new space. So I was trying to get my microphone ready and then I have you guys on TikTok um, and all that. So thank you so much for being so patient. And so, like I said, I'm on Facebook and I'm also on TikTok. So um, if you guys see me kind of looking in different directions, that's why. Um, But I am gonna focus here so I don't look crazy here on Facebook because this was my main event here today. Um, But how are you guys doing? Let me know in the comments, um, how you are doing how your day's been. Um, Just yeah, let's just kind of get real with each other and see. I just want to see how you guys are doing. Because I know in my world, like it's great. But it's also like been a little a little cuckoo. It's been a little crazy. And um, it's been an interesting season regardless this year, but I'm like, It's just, it's been interesting to say the least. And so I just want to know that I'm not alone. And so let me know kind of um, how you guys are doing. But What we're going to be talking about today is new beginnings, new beginnings. And so um, how many of you are in new seasons right now? How many of you are in new seasons right now? And when I say new seasons, this could be, you know, a season where you're just like, yeah, this is a really great like new season in my life. Um, Or you're like, yeah, it's a new season, but this season kind of sucks. Right. And uh, I want you guys to definitely interact in the comment section, whether you are here on Facebook or on TikTok. Then, if you have any questions, what I'm going to do at the end is answer any questions that you have, take any prayer requests, and things like that. Okay. So, let me know are you in a season? Uh, are you in a new season? Let me know in the comments. So when it comes to new beginnings, when it comes to new beginnings, these of course are all a part of life, right? New beginnings are a part of life, but what the Lord really spoke to me about, um, well, I want to share first a post that the Lord shared with me, uh, or not a post, but a word that the Lord shared with me on April the 11th, okay? And the reason why I want to share this word is because I was reminded of this word yesterday and it just really went right in sync with everything that's kind of going on in my life, but also what I feel like a lot of other people are going through, um, or are encountering right now in this new season, in this new beginning. Okay. So I want to read this to you guys really quickly. Okay. And again, this was like a word from, um, (laughs) Lindsay says, seems like still in season of waiting. Yes. Same here, same here at Lindsay. Okay, so I want to read this message. Okay, I'm going to hop over here. Okay, so it says, this is what I wrote on April the 11th. And again, this is a word that I got from the Holy Spirit, okay? And it's a letter from God is what I titled it. And it says, a chapter is ending and a new one is beginning. Be present in the now and appreciate the mundaneness in your day-to-day. Soon things will start to move quickly and you'll be overflowing with blessings, I just want to make sure on Facebook, you guys can still hear me when I switch tabs. So let me know if for some reason you can't hear me. Okay. So it says a chapter is ending and a new one is beginning. Be present in the now and appreciate the mundaneness in your day to day. Soon things will start to move quickly and you'll be overflowing with blessings. These blessings from me will distract you from the hardship in this world. It will feel bittersweet and you will mourn in the midst of the celebration. You'll mourn not because of the hardship, but because you'll realize the old chapter has closed. You knew for so long it was coming to a close, but now it's official. So you will mourn amidst the confetti and streamers. Even though the opening of this new chapter will come rolling in fast, Remember to take in every breath and every moment because more chapters will close and new ones will start again. Don't be afraid of what's up ahead or what's in front of you right now, because I am cradling you like a newborn baby every day and until you return home. Love your heavenly father. So that was a word that the Lord gave me on April the 11th. Okay. And so, um. Like I said, as we were talking about new beginnings, um, you know, when it comes to new beginnings, I feel like a lot of us will, at least me, I was imagining like a new beginning that the Lord was speaking of. I thought it was going to kind of be like a rainbows and butterflies, like, you know, bright beginning, right? And I'll be totally honest, you guys, I am in a new beginning right now and it is not rainbows and butterflies, okay? It happened really quickly, really suddenly. But it's not how I wanted it to happen. Okay, it's not how I wanted it to look. It's not how I thought that it would look. Okay, my new beginning, and and I'm sure the same for you, like when you think of new beginnings, you just think of something that's just fresh, and there's like rainbows and butterflies. And it's just great, right? New beginnings can be great like that. But they're not always like that. Okay, I thought it was going to be a bright beginning, because in my eyes, that's what a new beginning is, right? And as I was going through this new beginning, or as I am going through this new beginning, I started to let, or I started to feel like doubt was seeping in, right? The enemy, what does the enemy love to do? He loves to plant seeds of doubt. He loves to make us think, okay, well, maybe this is not the plan that God has for you. Or maybe God doesn't really have that promise for you. Or maybe what you've been doing for X amount of years or X amount of time, maybe this just isn't the season for it, right? And so these are all the thoughts that were going in my mind. If you are in a new beginning um, or wherever you're at right now in your season, Of life, have you felt like you've just been getting that doubts where you're just like, oh my gosh, like I've been waiting for this promise or, oh my gosh, I'm in like this uncharted territory now. And I don't know if this is really where I need to be like, God, are you sure? Like, is this really the promise that you have for me? Right. And God had already been telling me, and if you're in the wall of restoration ministry, you know, we've been talking about this for a while. Um, but God had already been saying to me and saying to us to make room, to make room, but what I realized is that it was more making room was more than just cleaning out the closet. It was more than just cleaning out the residue. It was more than just um, cleaning up the junk drawer, right? Which is something that I did and something that I felt like the Lord was telling me for a little while, right? Because the Lord is funny like that. He was like, yeah, clean out your closet, right? And um, for a little while, he had told me too, like, he was just like, yeah, like you might move. And I kind of got that word. But I was like, no, I'm not going to move. Right? How many times do we do that? It's just like, "Mm, I kind of think that's the Lord. But no, that but no, that can't be it, right? And so it was more, it was less about cleaning out the closets, cleaning out, cleaning out the tangible things, and it was more about making room in my mind. And this is very fresh. This is a, like a new revelation the Lord has given me. And so I'm assuming that it may be the same for you too. So yes, the Lord wants you to make room for the new, but it may not just be on the tangible things. And maybe because he wants to make room in your mind. And we have to allow, you have to allow God to remove anything, regardless of how it makes you feel, regardless of how it makes us feel. We have to allow him to remove what needs to be removed. Okay. Um, And it's funny because I was I, I was doing, I was saying like some really scary prayers recently and where I was literally just praying for God. I was just like, you know what, break what needs to be broken, like kill whatever is inside me that needs to be killed because I just want, like, I just want you and I just want to be as pure as possible. I want to be as holy as possible, right? And obviously like none of us can be like super, super holy, right? Only that's only Jesus. And we're not going to be that holy until we get to heaven. But I just really had this desire after listening to another woman's testimony of her making that prayer. And I was like, you know what, like, and if you guys have been around for a while with me, like, you know, I'm going to do the scary prayers, or I'm just like, that's just me, right? I was just like, yeah, you know what, I'm going to say that these prayers, like, why would I not want to be more like Jesus? Why would I not want him to kill everything that is inside of me that is not of him? Right. And so I was literally on my walk today thinking about that. And I was just like, hmm, I wonder if this is part of this new beginning, which most likely it is, right? And so one thing, if you want to write down anything from today, I heard this from a pastor today as I was listening to this sermon. And um, this was like a great quote. And it says, the more tolerance for tension determines your potential for growth. The more tolerance for tension determines your potential for growth. Powerful, right? I'm going to read it one more time. The, the more tolerance for tension determines your potential for growth. Like when he said that, I was just like, oh, okay, right? Because it's like, oh, I have to have that tolerance for tension. I have to, um, and we don't have to do anything. But it's like, if we want to truly be walking in God's will, like, it's going to take a radical faith, it's going to take us really saying no to our flesh, it's going to take us really being in a space where we are not operating out of our emotions and our feelings and truly just going on the Holy Spirit's leading. I can tell you, I have been going on the Holy Spirit's leading, right. Um, But this is a whole new level. I'm, I'm in a space where I'm just like, okay, God, like, I feel like I'm doing the things, but like at this point, you're just gonna have to come through. And I feel like the Lord is just like, yeah, that's the point, right? Because the Lord wants to show up and show out. He wants to bring that promise that he has promised you. He wants to bring those blessings that he's already spoken to you about, but he's gonna do it his way, right? He's gonna do it his way, not because he's like, you know, trying to be mean or trying to be ugly. It's just because he knows like his understanding is above our understanding, and he's gonna do it all for our good and all for his glory. Right? So again, the more tolerance for tension determines your potential for growth. So, how much do you want to grow? How much do you want to die to your flesh and follow Jesus? Okay. When the beginnings don't feel like a fresh start, where will you go? Where do you go? When you're in this new beginning that doesn't feel good, that doesn't look like how you thought it would look, where will you go? Will you go towards God and trust? Or will you resist and try to hold on to last season's blessing? I'm going to say that again. Will you go towards God and trust or will you resist, right? Maybe like pull away from God a little bit and all in an attempt to hold on to last season's blessings. The truth is if you're in the right position, according to God, Right. And I say, according to God, because sometimes we could be like, oh, yeah, I'm in the right, right position. I'm exactly where I need to be. Like, why isn't God moving? Why is this happening? Why am I going through this? Right. I don't deserve this. And the truth is, I don't think we really want what we truly deserve. Right. If we think about it, like sometimes we think we're like so holy and we're like such good people. But when we actually, like, if God was actually to put it put us through, like, his filter, we probably wouldn't be that good, right? That's why we need Jesus. And that's something that the Lord just kind of brought to mind right now. And he reminded me of earlier, too, um, where I felt like he was just like, do you really want me to give you what you deserve, right? Because think about all the things that he's forgiven you for. And I had to think about all the things that he's forgiven me for. And um, probably, you know, sins that I don't even realize that I'm doing sometimes, right? Because we're human. And I don't think we really want, you know, what we deserve sometimes, right? And so we want to be careful about holding on to last season's blessings. And like I said, the truth is, if you're in the right position, according to God, you don't have to stress because it's God's job to bring that promise to pass. Right now, I'm not saying that you don't have to do any work right? We still have to stay diligent in what the Lord is telling us, but sometimes we're just doing too much, right? I feel like for a lot of us, including myself, the Lord has been like, you're doing too much, like leave some room for me because you're doing too much, right? If he said it, if he spoke it in his word, if he spoke it to you specifically, and you've had confirmations after confirmations after confirmations, It will happen. Do not let the enemy plant seeds of doubt in your head. And if he does, remember that you have the authority in the name of Jesus to take those thoughts captive, right? That's why in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, it says that, right? And that is a scripture that I hold near and dear to my heart because it has been so pivotal in my life. Once I started to realize the authority that I had in Christ, I realized that the Lord has said in his word to take every thought captive, to take those thoughts captive that are not aligned with his word. Because those thoughts that are not aligned with God's word, they are not truth. They are lies, right? So if again, if it's against God's word, then it's from the enemy, right? <clears throat> um, so maybe right now in this season, maybe it's your job just to receive, Maybe it's your job to trust and to really have that radical faith and to stay diligent in what the Lord is telling you to do right now. And we have to know that what worked in last season most likely is not going to work in this season. Okay, that's something that the Lord has told me too, that has he's reminded me of over and over again. Because sometimes I'll be like, especially in this season, I'm like, okay, why well, I was doing this last season, why isn't this working? And it's because he's making all things new. For a lot of you, for a lot of you, like it said in that post, like things are going to change suddenly if they haven't already. And it's not just going to be one thing. It is going to be multiple things like your whole life is going to change. And I can tell you where I'm at in this season today, like literally within the past less than a week, my whole life has been flipped upside down. If you're in the wall of restoration, I'm so transparent with you guys. I've, I've shared kind of um, my season right now, but I'm just like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to let God do his thing and I'm going to be diligent and he's promised me this. And so I'm going to hold him to his promise, right? So maybe right now it's your job to receive, to trust, and to stay diligent. What if it's not about figuring it all out? And it's more about being humble and surrendering. Maybe you're not losing anything, right? Maybe some of you are feeling like you are you're 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 losing in this season. You feel like God is stripping you from everything. But look at your prayers. What have you prayed? Just like my prayer, I told God, kill everything inside of me that is not of you or move anything and everything that cannot come with me in this next season. And he will. And we have to be open to that. We have to let go of our own vision of our life and allow God to work. Maybe you're not losing it. Maybe God is just moving it out of the way. He is making room for the new. You did your due diligence and making room for the new. And now he is doing his because here's the thing. And here's what I'm realizing in the season that I'm in that um, you may be relating to, um, you may be able to relate to as well, is that we can do our due diligence in making room for the new, right? And we can do what God is calling us to do, of course. But sometimes there are things that God kind of has to like give us a little nudge in, right? That God has to kind of just do himself because we maybe wouldn't really do ourselves, um, if that makes sense. like even just thinking about the last season I was just in, which I mean like a week ago, because this is like a whole new season now. Um, I was thinking, and I was just like, you know what? Like I probably would have still stayed in that season a lot longer than I needed to if if God didn't really allow this to happen, right? And there's multiple reasons why I'm in the season that I'm in, but I can tell you, like, I know that God's hand is in it like 100%. And I can tell you most likely, um, well, God's hand is always in it, but I can tell you if you are experiencing this in some way, or maybe it's in the near future, because all of us are in different seasons. Um, But I feel like this word is for a lot of you. But obviously, like the day that it happens to me, is not gonna be the day it happens to you. So just kind of like, hold this, hold this message, put it in your pocket, go back and listen to it. When this does happen, because it will if you're following the Lord, like this is like a word for his people, we are upon new beginnings. Right. And just remember that, like, we can't lean on our own understanding. And that sometimes like God will just like move things out of the way and it won't make sense. And sometimes it won't feel good, but he's doing it for a reason. And it may be because we wouldn't have really let that go on our own, right? Maybe it's time to throw logic out the window. Maybe it's time to throw logic out the window. In Proverbs 3, 5, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Right now, things may not make sense, whether you are in a new beginning that doesn't make sense or you are in a waiting season or wherever you're at right now, it may not make sense and you may try to make sense of it in your logical brain, right? And logic is good sometimes, but I'll be honest, the more that I follow the Lord, I'm just like what's the point in being logic because God is not logic and my understanding is not his understanding. And I'm just like, God, like, is it, is it even like, do I even need to have this knowledge? Because like you have your own plan, you know? And, um, so I want to encourage you to just trust in the Lord. Like it says in Proverbs three, five, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. And I feel like too, like this should give us like almost like some relief right? Because we're allowing the Lord to work and we are taking off the burdens that we are holding. Like so often, just as human beings, we want to take control. We want to be in control. And um, the Lord is like working with us all on just surrendering. um... Okay, that was weird. The Lord is working with us on on, on all of us on surrendering more and trusting him more. And that's going to be a lifelong thing that we do, right? So just Allow yourself to trust in the Lord. Allow yourself to lean on your own understanding and really just kind of go with the flow type of deal, right? Do what you know that the Lord has already told you and then just just wait, okay? Uh, The next verse I want to share is in Exodus 14, 14, and it says, the Lord will fight for you and you have only to be silent. I'm going to repeat that again. The Lord will fight for you and you have only to be silent. Some of you, and I'm including myself in this, some of us just need to be quiet, okay? And I say this in a space coming from when the Lord is working in your life, when when you are on the cusp of a breakthrough, which a lot of you are on the cusp of a breakthrough the enemy is going to attack, the enemy is going to work through people around you, the enemy is going to just pick and pick and pick. And I can tell you, that has happened a lot in this season for me. And I know I'm not the only one, let me know in the comments, that I'm not the only one that has been encountering a lot of spiritual warfare. Okay, and some of you may not even think it's spiritual warfare, because like, you're just like very logical in your brain. And that's okay, because sometimes it is very practical. And it's like, well, maybe that just happened because it happened. But there are times where it's just like, bro, like that was like straight up spiritual warfare, right? And so um, so remember in these times and all the time, but especially in this new season or in the season that you're about to enter, um, when you are on the cusp of the breakthrough, just know that the Lord will fight for you and you have only to be silent. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So on, on the topic of being silent, like I was talking about when it comes to spiritual warfare, like I said, a lot of people – the enemy will start to work through people around you that may even be like really close to you. And um, if you start noticing like people around you start um, just saying certain things and you feel like like it's it's validating your insecurities, it's um, pretty much taking like the thoughts out of your head that you've already had about yourself that are negative, And it's just um, giving you evidence to kind of take on and it's making you believe oh my gosh, these insecurities are actual truth, that is a straight up red flag that that is from the enemy. When you start feeling that picking, picking, picking from those around you, um, and it's like straight up at your insecurities, you guys like that's like straight up from the enemy. He knows your buttons to push. And so just like it says in the Bible, um, I believe it's in Ephesians, where it says like, we do not battle against flesh and blood. Okay, we do not battle against flesh and blood. And so when you start to recognize that and realize that that we're always in a spiritual war, not to over spiritualize things, but just to recognize that like, we have to recognize we are in a spiritual war. We can't just say, oh, Okay, well, everything's just practical, because we're going to put our we're going to take off our armor, and we're going to be too vulnerable right? Just like we need to have our armor on every single day, we need to put on the armor of God every single day. So it's important to know that in fact, we are in, in a spiritual war, Every single day, there is stuff going on behind the scenes that we don't even know that's going on. So we have to put on our armor of God every single day. And just know when things like that start happening, especially when you're on, gosh, especially when you were on the cusp of a breakthrough, this will happen even more. So you have to have the armor of God on. You have to have that knowledge and you have to know your authority in Christ. You have to know how to take those thoughts captive. And the way you take those thoughts captive is by Literally looking at those thoughts that you're having, looking at what people are telling you and asking yourself, okay, is this really true? Because if it's not, if it does not align with the word of God and you know it's really not true, it's just something that you're believing, you need to demolish that. You need to demolish that. You need to write down some scripture and start meditating on that scripture. Start meditating on that truth so you can start retraining your brain. Because if not, your brain is naturally going to meditate on things regardless. You you have things going on in your subconscious mind. And so if you don't take control, your brain will take control of you and you will give your power to the enemy. Okay? You will give your power to the enemy. Okay, so how do you get through? How do you get through this new beginning that may not be feeling so good? Or how do you get through this season um, that maybe doesn't feel very good? Okay, the first thing is I want to encourage you to wait on the Lord. Now, when I say this, I don't mean to just sit there and not do anything and just sit there and be like, okay, God, like, you know, when's, when's the next season happening or, you know, whatever, like, we don't want to use prayer as an excuse. But like I said before, do what the Lord has already asked you to do. But I want to encourage you for a lot of you. It is just waiting on the Lord right now, doing what you know to do, and then waiting for him to give you the next instruction. In Isaiah 40, 31, which is literally my favorite verse. Um, and I've held on to this verse um, for a while, especially in this season. It says um, in Isaiah 40, 31, it says, but they who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So that's the first thing is you want to wait on the Lord. Wait on his next instructions. The second thing is you want to realize that what you see is not what it seems. What you see is not what it seems. Okay. If people were to look at my life on the outside right now, if if you were close to me, you'd be looking like, oh my gosh, this stuff looks crazy. And even me, sometimes I'm just like, like within the past like five days, I'm just like, this is freaking wild. I've never been in this space before, and I, I feel like I'm on, on uncharted territory, and it's wild. But the Lord has reminded me to recognize and realize that what I see is not what it seems. And that was a word that he gave me not too long ago as well. This was like a few months ago. Um, where he reminded me and reminded us like in the well of restoration as well, that what we see is not what it seems and to not depend on that. And that's an even bigger word for like what's going on in the world too. Like what we see is never what it seems. Okay. The third thing is don't sell out and conform to this world just because it gets hard. Don't sell out and conform to this world just because it gets hard. It would be very easy for me in this season to try to hold on to what I was, to what I just um, got out of, right? It would be so easy for me to try to hold on to last season's blessings. It would be so easy for me to just try to take control of everything out of fear, opposed to trying to wait for God's next instruction. So don't sell out and conform to this world, just because it gets hard. If you wanna follow Jesus, if you wanna be a disciple, if you want to actually step into the calling that the Lord has for you, it is not gonna look the way you want it to look. You are not, also, you're not gonna be able to accomplish it on your own. Throw that out the window. If it looks impossible, the Lord is going to do it. The Lord is going to help you with that. He's going to provide you with the resources. He's going to give you what you need. He's going to make your path straight. He is going to make, um, he's going to open up the way for you. But it's, it's, you're never going to be able to accomplish it on your own when it's something from the Lord. I think we tend, like, we forget about that. Um. So don't sell out and conform just because it gets hard, because it will be hard. It will be hard. And this is where the pressing and the crushing happens where the Lord is molding your character. He was making you new. And like we talked about at the beginning of this message, how we talked about um, how He's making room in your mind too. A lot of you have very toxic minds and you don't even realize it. You are meditating on lies from the enemy, lies that have been molded into your brain from childhood or just going through this crazy life and being in this, you know, broken world. But just know that, it's going to be hard, but you're also, you're going to have the ebbs and flows of life. You're going to have highs and you're going to have lows. Okay. But in this time when it's the lows or when it's just like in a, uh, like a uh, season, um, that is like, I want you to start, I want to encourage you to start looking at that truly with joy. Like it even says in the Bible, right? To have joy in our trials. And that's easy for us to say, but when we are actually going through the trials, it makes it a little harder, right? Because we almost get upset. It's like, okay, God, like, what do you mean? Like, have joy in my trials? Like, this sucks. But I can tell you in this season, which I'm sure I'm going to have even more rough seasons in the future, right? Because, you know, life is life. I can tell you, I let that doubt come in and I let myself get to just like a not so good space for a second And then I was able to find that joy again, I was able to see that bright light in this new beginning. And why was I able to see that bright light in this new beginning, because I know that God's hand is in it. So don't sell out and conform. The fourth thing is remember, I love this. Remember that love doesn't leave you left for dead. Love doesn't leave you left for dead. And I heard that verse from, um, i heard this verse this is a verse from a song and i'm gonna have to find it i'll post it in in the facebook group um or I'm sorry, in the wall of restoration, but I loved it because it was talking about God, how God is not just going to leave us left for dead. And it says, love does not leave you left for dead. And what do we know? God is like, God is love, right? God is awesome. He's not just going to take you this far just to leave you there. He's not just going to be like, Oh, ha ha ha. Like now you're in the trenches. Like, see you later. Try to figure it out on your own. Like, no, he's not going to do that unless you're like out of God's will. You're just like, whatever God, like peace out. Then he may be like, okay, well, I'm going to let you do whatever you're going to do, right? But if you are following God's will, you're doing your best with that. And like, you know that the Lord, like you're you're walking with the Lord, bottom line, right? You're walking with the Lord, like he's not going to leave you left for dead. He's not going to just leave you out there and just be like, okay, bye. Like, no, he's not, okay? The sixth thing that you want to do is fasting and praying. You want to stay very close to God, not only in your trials, all, all throughout your life, we, we want to always stay close to God because we don't want to just um, go to God based on our circumstances, right? We don't want to just go to God when things get bad and then leave him when things get good. But during this time, especially as you were on the cusp of a breakthrough, as you are in your waiting season or as you are in this new beginning that maybe doesn't look like how you thought it would look, fasting and prayer is really critical especially if you're waiting for the next um step from god like the next instructions from god like fasting and prayer is very very powerful and make sure you're putting on the armor of god too because of course the enemy like he's not going to like that either but it's okay and don't get scared with that you guys like god is way more powerful than the enemy and if you have the holy spirit within you like you know your authority that you have in Christ. Like, yes, the enemy is powerful, but God is more powerful. And when you have the Holy Spirit within you and you are operating out of that place of victory that the Lord has given you, like, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. Um, In Jeremiah 33, three, it says, call to me and I will answer you and I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Jeremiah 33, three, write that down. And it kind of goes with the fasting and prayer that I'm recommending, because here's the thing. All of you can hear from the Lord, right? But sometimes we just need to quiet it down. God's voice is a quiet voice. But what he's saying here, he's saying, call to me. He's saying, talk to me, and I will answer. And I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. You guys, the Lord will give you the next step. The Lord will tell you what is to come. This year, within the past like four to six months, um, for the first time in, in my walk with Christ, I have been getting prophetic words. And that is something that is very new to me, but it's something in the Bible that says that we can all get. Sometimes those words are going to be for you. Sometimes they're going to be for somebody else. But Regardless of whether it's prophetic or not, I don't know why I felt like I needed to say that, um, but I just want you to know like, you can hear from the Lord. The Lord will tell you his plan. He may not tell you at all, right? Because again, like some things, if he told us everything, we wouldn't understand and that just wouldn't be good, right? But he wants to talk to you, he wants to have a conversation with you, he wants to walk with you through life. Again, this verse says, Call to Me and I will answer you, and I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. The Lord will give you direction. And I feel like this again goes back to not leaning on your own understanding because things can look real logical, but when you really start following the Lord and you really start following your calling, they're not going to look logical. It is not going to make sense, especially to the people around you. So you have to really get in a space where you are listening to the Lord, where you're having that relationship with him and where he's not just somebody that you hang out with on a Sunday morning, right? That you are constantly just talking to him. And it's not in a legalistic way where you're just like, oh my gosh, I have to read 10 chapters of my Bible every single day. No, like how do you nurture any other relationship in your life? You spend time with them. You share, you know, your heart's desires with him. you share what's going on when you're having a bad day. Like that's the way the Lord wants you to speak to him and to have that conversation with him. The last verse I want to share is John 6. I put 6.63. I don't know if that's right. Okay. Well, in John 6, it says, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words I've spoken to you are spirit and life. Again, it says, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words I've spoken to you are spirit and life. So I feel like this reminds me of, again, just dying to your flesh. Dying to your flesh, letting the Lord remove what he needs to remove in this new season, in this new beginning, so that he can make things new, so that he can... um, give you the next step in your journey and so forth. Um, so that is the message today. Before I forget, um, I'm going to let you guys know here on Facebook and also, um, TikTok, that we are doing a 21 days of fasting and prayer. Today is actually the second day of that, but if you would like to join, please join us in that. If you're in the Facebook group, I'll go ahead and put the link in the comments where you can join us there. Um, It's in the YouVersion app. And if you are on TikTok, go ahead and just email me, um, or you can join the Well of Restoration Women's Ministry. That's in my bio and you can get the information there. But like I said, prayer and fasting is really important. I feel like it's going to be really helpful for a lot of you in this season, and it's even more helpful when you are doing it with other people, when you are doing it um, with other sisters um, in Christ, right? And so, um, I just wanted to say that before I forgot, again, we're on day two, but that's okay. You guys like it's only day two. And even if you started on day 10, like that's okay. Even if you just fasted for one day, that's okay. But jump in with us. You can be with other believers. And so, um, we can encourage each other and so forth. So that is the message for today. Um, whether you're on Facebook or on TikTok today, let me know what questions you may have, and I'll go ahead and answer those right now.